Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, September 18th, 2020. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, I am loath to use the term fake news, but unfortunately okay. I have to throw it out against one of our own. James Ooh. Marino. Oh, no. Is a fake news peddler. <laughs> because if you are a member of our Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. Which you should be. Which you should be. James sent out a notice that this Sunday, on This Week on Broadway, the great Rory O'Malley will be their guest. Mm. Except, except that's not true. <laughs> that, well. was a, that was a lie. He's a lying <laughs> a liar. bald lie. Actually, I don't think it was actually his fault. I believe the press rep got the dates confused. <laughs> In fact, they're going to have a different guest this Sunday. It is Tony Grammy and Emmy nominee Brandon Victor Dixon. Ooh, that's equally good. Yeah, Forgiven. B- yeah, BVD is no, is no one's replacement. No one puts BVD in the yeah. corner. But Rory O'Malley will be on the show next Sunday. So it'll be nice. Brandon Victor Dixon on Sunday the 20th. And then uh, King George himself, Rory O'Malley, on mm-hmm. the 27th. So... Two straight weeks of some phenomenally talented individuals on This Week on Broadway. If you want to be a part of those recordings and submit your questions and hear that stuff all live, head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon. All right, Ashley, let's dispense with the rest of our chattel here. I don't think chattel is the right word, but either way. Chattel, love it. Because we have some super duper exciting news. In fact, it's news that many of us have been hoping for and waiting for for a long time. And it harkens back to not your first, but I think maybe your second appearance here on Broadway Radio. Because it was revealed that the streaming capture of Heidi Schreck's What the Constitution Means to Me will debut on Amazon Prime in less than one month on October 16th. Film director Mariel Heller captured the show during its last week on Broadway and that will be what is available to more than 240 countries and territories worldwide. I'll be interesting to see how they do with the two, um, how they all, if they pick one of the two other, the young ladies that participate in the debate at the end, or are they going to have both? I'm interested to see how they do that. Yeah. But additionally, on top of this comes the news that Amazon Studios has signed Shrek to an overall deal to create new content that will premiere exclusively on Prime Video, uh, of course, before bringing what the Constitution means to me, Shrek was not only a playwright, but also wrote for television and film. Now, Ashley, on a scale mm. of one to a bazillion, how excited <laughs> are you about this news? Oh, well, I initially had 14 in my head because the script says on a scale of one to ten. I'm, I'm crazy like that. I will, so, I will I guess throw like, you curveballs. Yeah, I guess. I guess like 14 bazillion, I guess, will have to be the answer. <laughs> so excited for this. I've been waiting for it so long. We knew it was going to be filmed in some capacity. Uh, Marielle Heller is a incredible director she did can you ever forgive me and uh the mr rogers recent biopic a beautiful day in the oh did she i did not know yeah. that I, I didn't see it um yep. but obviously I, I heard all about it yeah yeah directed both of those great director obviously my love for what the constitution means to me is well documented as you said it was my second show here uh when we came on and did tony stuff yeah so tony I, omnibus um, for 2018 oh, yeah. some I guess that year been, yeah. i don't know um, 
one, times of, one of the years. I think it was. I think it was 2019. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. But I'm. <laughs> I am much more excited about this than the passage of time. So. And what's so interesting is, is we had heard right before the shutdown that they were actually looking for audience members to be a part of a filming for Constitution. Right. Which right. I, which was eventually canceled because. Yeah. Whoops. Heidi, you know, uh, well, one, because of the pandemic, but also Heidi was very pregnant. I think she I was. don't think she'd given yeah. birth yet. So I don't know if this was for like pickups for what was filmed on Broadway or whatever. Obviously, the set is very super easy to replicate on a soundstage sure. because yeah. it was going to be filmed on a soundstage in New Jersey. So that actually put me. Or maybe it was Brooklyn. But um, that actually made me a little nervous about what the future of this was and how long we would have to wait to see it. But getting the news that it will, in fact, be coming in less than four weeks' time is is super exciting. We talked about this on the Tony Omnibus episode, whatever year that was, mm-hmm. and talked mm-hmm. about how, while it might not fit as a traditional play for a lot of people's descriptions, sure. it was very easily the most important and impactful work of that theatrical season. It did not win the Tony for best play. Um, The Ferryman did, which I think was also a very fine example of of theatrical, you know, work, but it was, this was just something that kind of transcended theater for many people, myself. Absolutely. And, you know, increasingly. So unfortunately, (laughs) unfortunately, indeed. Yeah, and uh, I'll echo what everybody else has said, had said all day on Thursday, which is that this is vital, essential viewing, and it really is, especially, I mean, this is coming right before the election, so (laughs) what a better time. What a better time. Not only is it coming right before the election, but today, of all days, on the exact same day that Once Constitution Means to Me announced that it was um, coming to Amazon Prime, Senator mm-hmm. Marsha Blackburn from the great state of Tennessee <laughs> said, quote, on a, in a tweet, we will never rewrite the Constitution of the United States. Of course, uh, the Constitution's birthday uh, happened, and that's what she was talking yes. about, to which I retweeted her and said rewriting the Constitution is literally part of the Constitution. Correct. So I'm Hashtag not exactly amendments. sure what the hell she's talking about, but it the, to see the Constitution through – I don't want, I struggle to use the word. I wanted to say more of a human light because so mm. often so many people look at the Constitution as this venerated piece of literature that is up there next to like the works of Chaucer. It's not something that needs to be revered and studied in this like pristine glass case. It is something that we need to look right. at and how right. it impacts individuals' lives and, and how we can change it to fit the new world and um, exactly the fact that individuals lives have changed you know individually yes. and collectively yes is proof as if proof were needed that it should change yeah i um i think that this is incredibly important i don't know that this is necessarily going to change the course of the election but i certainly believe that it no. will um put a lot of things into perspective for many people who see it for the very sure. first time All right, Ashley, let's move on to some uh, other news. In a press conference on Wednesday, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo discussed the reopening of businesses in New York State and city, including movie theaters and concert venues, stating that New York has not yet reached a point in which they can safely reopen these types of establishments. Cuomo said, quote, We are opening businesses all across the state. We have precautions. We have regulations on opening business. But... Every business wants to be open. Movie theaters want to open. Concert theaters want to open. New Yorkers want to get back to normal life. 
Yes, I understand, but we're not yet at a point where we can get back to normal life. That is just the fact. They talk about the new normal. We still have to manage COVID. It's not a crisis the way it was because we managed it. Had we not done what we are doing, it would ha- it would have been a crisis. Now, I think he conflates mm-hmm. some things, the fact that it, it's not as much of a crisis as it was before. And obviously, I right. think it still is a crisis. But I, I think this <laughs> right. is something that a lot yeah. of people need to hear. We are so, I mean, for the most part... And I don't know what it is specifically in New York City. I'm not there. But for the most part, life Hello. has gone back to fairly close to normal in most parts of the country. Here in Orlando, everything's pretty much the same other than, you know, wearing some masks. And, you know, they're not letting as many people into Disney, which is annoying for some people. But, like, for the most part, oh, things no. are pretty much back to normal. So it makes sense that you're going to want things like movie theaters and concert venues and theater theaters to be open. And I certainly do. But I think it's important for elected sure. representatives to set clear expectations as to what is going on and be honest and not try to sugarcoat things and not, you know, maybe lie about things to try to, quote, sure. unquote, not cause a panic. Um, we need to know how difficult this is. We need to know what's ahead of us so that we can prepare and and deal with it rather than just being like, yeah, it'll be fine. Right. Yeah, I think it's important to say for for any elected official at this point uh, to say, because I think a lot of people are looking, as you said, things are starting to get back to normal and people are going about their business, maybe wearing masks, hopefully wearing masks, (sighs) wear a mask, please. Uh, But people are looking at it in a very parochial individual way as far as their people are kind of asking themselves am i willing to risk doing certain things am i willing to take on that risk if i get sick will it become a problem in my life and of course we don't really know the answer to that it's you know there's for the most part people who don't have uh, pre-existing conditions aren't getting as sick as those two do but that very obviously even with our in our own community as we today are uh not quite celebrating nick cordero's late birthday uh that's it, it's very it's very different for different people so i think to have elected officials say is kind of taking people away from like the individual aspect of it and reminding people, no, this is something we all have to <laughs> kind of do together. Or we're never going to get out of it. Like you can yeah. say, I'm going to do individual things and take on individual risks, but it's still, we're not going to be able to get back to quote unquote normal until collectively things are taken care well, of. Well, I think one of the words that you used that I think is really important is the word risk. Uh, I think mm. there's a big difference between people taking risks and people consciously taking risks. I think there are a yeah. lot of people who are just taking risks because they don't care and they think that they're immune sure, literally sure. and figuratively. I, I'm okay with people taking some risks as long as they acknowledge that there is a potential negative and there is a cost for them taking Absolutely. that risk. And those yeah. are the types of things that allow us to collectively make positive changes when we all acknowledge that there is something bigger than us and that we might have to do some things that hurt um, and that could exactly. cause problems. And I think that's where we, that disconnect is that's kind of prevented us from being able to rebound like so many of the other countries across the world have done mm-hmm. is because we yeah. aren't willing to recognize that our actions have impacts beyond you know, the one foot radius of our body. Right. So, right. you know, it, it, I'm hoping that 
straight talk from politicians um, can help. I don't have any expectation that it will, but I was actually kind of glad to hear Cuomo not sugarcoat this, even though as much as we wish, he said the opposite. Sure. Yeah. All right. Since actual theaters will not be opening anytime soon, actually, let's talk about some news that came out over the last day or so about upcoming streaming theater. First, New York's Urban Stages announced a virtual reading and performance of a new play called Silverfish by Megan Lochran and directed by Jennifer Werner. The show will be available on urbanstage.org from September 23rd through 27th and will feature the talents of Nikki M. James, George Salazar, Benny Elledge, and Kate Weatherhead. On Thursday, the Keen Company announced their 21st season of their audio theater project Here Now, H-E-A-R, because it's audio, get it? Um, well, This season, yeah, there you go. <laughs> this <laughs> season will look to re-examine the classic audio drama with five world premieres by Pearl Clegg, Kate Cortesi, Finkel, James Anthony Taylor, and the musical team of Melissa Lee and Kit Yan. The season will run from next month, October, through June of 2021. And finally, in this section, the Public Theater announced their free digital fall season of works. The season will include a full-day summit called Creative Activism, a day of art, ideas, and action, as well as an original documentary called Under the Greenwood Tree, which will focus on the production of the 2017 Public Works original musical adaptation of As You Like It. It will also feature the New York premiere of the audio play Shipwreck, which will be directed by Sahim Ali and feature... Bill Camp, Joe Morton, Sue Jean Kim, Jeremy Shamos, Rich Topple, and Raul Esparza. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you talk about a Raul Esparza thing yesterday, too? Yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah. The Virginia Wolf, the waves Mm -hmm. in quarantine play. Yeah. Yeah, He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Which is no one's complaining. Correct. Uh, The season will also include a special broadcast of Kiki and Herb's Seeking Asylum from Joe's Pub premiering on September 24th. Our friend and longtime listener, Stalker Channing, specifically asked if we could recommend that. (laughs) So we are happy to do that. Definitely. This and uh, there's a ton of other stuff that the Public Theater has. So all of that information as well as more from uh, King Company and Urban Stages will be available in the show notes and at BroadwayRadio.com. stuff. Love Kiki and Herb. And I figured that was very much in your cabaret yeah, wheelhouse. Yeah, Justin Vivian Vaughn and Kenny Melman. Yeah. Love me some drag cabaret, as we know. Yeah, those are both things that I don't have much of uh, uh, <laughs> of an expertise in. Although you and I have talked about, like, one of these times I come up, I, we need to go to – I think you and I have talked about this. Have we talked about mm. this? You're going to take me some sort of some uh, something (laughs) drag related, whether that was like drag brunch or a drag show. I've never been. Probably, yeah. We have talked about it. I I was going to give you my tour of queer New York. Is essentially what was going to happen. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I need that at some point. There you go. Someday. (laughs) Damn COVID. (laughs) We'll do the outdoor version of it. Yeah, seriously. My um my friend and now boss Patrick Hines when they did a live show for True Crime Obsessed mm-hmm. uh, over Pride Weekend a year or so ago he actually gave walking tours of uh, down uh, downtown New York um for queer history he Love actually that. has written a book about queer history Ooh. so um i think it might be called the q guide to new york i don't Love know that. anyway so he gave a walking tour of uh, of queer history of new york so you guys should uh, team we'll up team together up, yeah. and launch a company and uh, we'll bring you with <laughs> yeah thank you i'll do the editing yeah. if you need it. anyway <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into the recommendations for today. The first comes to us from Netflix, and it is a, a very interesting project that I did not know was happening. It is a Netflix version of one of the most successfully uh, and acclaimed podcasts ever, I'm going to guess, mm. um, called Song Exploder. I am not going to pronounce um, the host's name. I he's He hosts... Um, Song Exploder, as well as the co-host of, of West Wing Weekly, and I should know how to pronounce his name. I don't. Um, but he is still hosting, but he's got a ton of people, and what they do is they come, they, they come, writers and singers come on, and they literally just break down everything about a specific oh, song, and the reason we're talking yeah. about it is, in addition to people like Alicia Keys, R.E.M., and Ty Dolla Sign, Lin-Manuel Miranda will be a part of this season and is featured in um in the trailer, Lynn will break down. Wait for it from him. Of course. W- wouldn't that have been funny if I'd said he's breaking down like uh, uh, Welcome to Jackson from <laughs> Bring It On the Musical or something? Oh, that would be good though. I'd like that. I love I love Bring I It On too. the Musical. I do too. It's really underrated. Uh, anyway, okay. So next up, speaking of uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda uh, adjacent things, <laughs> I think we talked about this at one point that Karen Olivo and Seth Rudesky had a lot of tech issues with their live concert from Broadway World Events. What they decided to do was just do it on demand. So so Karen Olivo's concert is available on demand, and we have a clip of her singing It Won't Be Long Now from In the Heights. Uh, oh, you should check go. out that video uh, and then get the uh, on-demand concert. And finally, Broadway radio favorite and occasional guest Laura Benanti sent out a tweet on Thursday saying, quote, a big announcement coming tomorrow. Excited for you to hear what I've been working on. And then there's a picture of her. I mean, I'm not, I don't know how to say this any other way. Fairly scantily clad, um, looking directly at the camera, and it just says her name, Laura Benanti. It's in black and white. It looks like an album cover to me, Ashley. Um, it would have to she, be, because I mentioned this last night on the show. Not oh, really. Did you? Okay. Not, well, not this specifically, because of course she teased it on Thursday, but doing the sexist songs, Do Re Me Too concert, what the song, yeah, yeah, yeah. the song that she was doing in the Time Out New York article that it came from said that it was going to be on her newest album. So I didn't realize there was an album happening that hadn't been announced yet. Well, apparently it has not because it's happening tomorrow. I guess. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I, I, that's the, it it looks like an album cover, the picture that she supplied. Um, And Laura looks amazing as always. Always, So uh, very excited to, to see what she's doing. I know that she pre, Quarantine had been working on a lot of different things, uh, including a series with Tommy Kale, I believe. Mm, um, yeah. I don't remember where I heard that, but um, this is very exciting. I, uh, Laura Benanti's live album from 54 Below is one of the very few handful of like, not cabaret, but like Broadway artist solo albums that I keep on my, uh, uh, oh, on yeah. my phone. Yeah. Her... Um, Kate Rockwell's, Jessica Vosk's, um, mm. there's a few others on there. Uh, as well, but I, kinda, uh, I love it. I listened, Ashford. Yeah, I listened to her 54 Live model behavior an obsessive amount, I have to say. So good. I love so her so good. much. Yes. Anyway, we will tell you what her tease is. It, who knows? Maybe it's something completely different. Maybe she's <laughs> getting into like album. fashion modeling. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but we'll let you know what it is on Monday's Model show. behavior. 
Yeah, there you go. All right, that is all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW. Matt, Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, this is Ashley. Don't forget that BVD himself, Brandon Victor Dixon, will be a part of this week on Broadway. Head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon if you want to get in and hear that episode as soon as it's out or actually be a part of it and submit your questions and hear it recorded live. All right, Ashley, have a great weekend. Everybody out there, have a great weekend yourselves. And we will Thanks. be back to talk to you on Monday. 